the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You know, there are similarities between sleep and death. A sleeper does not cease to exist, and neither does someone who died. Sleep is temporary, and so is death. Sleep has its waking, and death has its resurrection. Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands in San Bruno is continuing to look at uh, the doctrines of the church, those understandings that uh, guide us in our walk with Christ. I'm Mike Trout, and I'm so glad you've joined us as we wrap up this week and actually wrap up this particular message in the series. If you've missed any of the other messages, you can find them on the web at studyversebyverse.com. Here's Pastor Layton. Well, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 provides a description of the scene of the return of Christ. 1 Thessalonians 4.13, But we don't want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who are asleep. Let's stop right there. Uninformed. Aren't you glad that God doesn't want us to be uninformed about important things like dying? That He's provided us His Word. And asleep is a euphemism for dying. You remember that um, when Jesus announced to uh, his disciples that it was time to go and visit Lazarus. He, he described Lazarus as asleep. And his disciples said, that's good, Lord. He'll get well if he's sleeping. And Jesus had to say, no, no, not what, he's dead. So it's a euphemism for death. That you may not grieve as others who have no hope. We have hope. Why do we have hope? Because Jesus Christ died and rose again. People who don't believe in Jesus Christ don't have any hope. They have nobody else who's gone through death into life. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. For this we declare to you by a word from the Lord. What the apostle is saying is, this is from the Lord. That we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of a command and with a voice of an archangel and with the sound of the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. Are you encouraged? You know, there's a similar, there are similarities between sleep and death. A sleeper does not cease to exist, and neither does someone who died. Um, a sleep, sleep is temporary, and so is death. Sleep has its waking, and death has its resurrection. It's interesting that the early Christians chose a very special word to describe the place where they buried their loved ones. And they use the Greek word koimaterion, from which we get the word cemetery. And it literally means a sleeping place, a hotel, a motel, an inn. You know, when you go to a hotel or motel, you expect to sleep for a while and then get up and go on the journey, continue the journey. 
And that's what they were communicating and choosing this word to describe the burying place of their friends and loved ones. The body of the believer has been put into a motel until the resurrection. And then one day Jesus Christ is going to return and that body is going to be raised up, caught up. It's going to be caught up from the Greek harpazo, meaning to grasp hastily, snatch up, lift, transport, or rapture, from which we get the doctrine of the rapture. And it's going to be a very orderly procedure. The dead in Christ are going to rise first. Maybe the first of the dead will rise first. Maybe it'll be Stephen, the first martyr, followed by the apostles. And then those Christians of the early centuries, uh, like the ones that were killed by Nero. And then all throughout the centuries, and the largest group is going to be those saints that lost their lives because of their faith in Jesus Christ in the last century. Because in the last century, more people were killed because of their faith in Jesus Christ than in all of the previous centuries put together. And finally, if we are alive, we're going to join the parade. And it's going to be a great reunion. I'm going to see my dad again. I'm going to see my grandpa again. It's going to be a reunion that's going to go on forever because we will be with the Lord forever, eternally. The Apostles' Creed says that when Jesus returns, he's going to judge the living and the dead. It's going to be a cause for celebration for those of us who are believers, and it's going to be a cause for consternation for those who are under God's judgment. You see, the last phrase of the Apostles' Creed is that we believe in life everlasting. And that life everlasting is going to be spent in one of two places. It's either going to be spent in that place that Jesus is preparing for us where there's no more tears, there's no more crying, there's no more pain, there's no more disease, there's no more death, this wondrous place, or it's going to be the other place where all of that stuff and who knows what else is part of the description. It is so very, very important that we have our name written in the book of life. Because Revelation 20.15 says, if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. Horrible, horrible place. Revelation 21.27 nothing, says, nothing unclean will ever enter it, meaning heaven, nor anyone who does what is detestable or false, but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. You want to make sure your name is in the Lamb's book of life. We have these warnings that Revelation 21.8 says, As for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. A horrible, horrible place. And because we believe in life everlasting, because that's what the Bible teaches, we believe that people are going to end up in one of those two places. And it is our goal, by God's grace given to us through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, that we're going to go to heaven and we're going to take as many people as we can with us. 
We believe that Jesus Christ can come at any time. And that's why he said, watch and pray. That's why he said, be ready. Because he can come at any time. That's why our church family is so intense about reaching out to our community and developing relations through which we can share the gospel of Jesus Christ, like the car show, like Scrooge, and like so many other ways. Because we believe that Jesus Christ could come at any time. Do you believe that Jesus Christ can come at any time? Okay, well, let me, if I may, let me ask you a little diagnostic question. Can I do that? Because I want you to think about this. Okay, what, what if, hypothetically speaking, hypothetically speaking, you found out that Jesus Christ was returning next weekend? Are you ready? Or do you have a list of things that you need to fix? That might be good homework this week. To make sure that when you think you're ready, you really are ready. You know, with suffering that's to come, opposition to the gospel, revival amongst the Jewish people, spreading the gospel throughout the world, there are less than 3,000 people groups that have not been touched with the gospel. Spectacular signs in the heavens. We might have a tendency to become dismayed of what we see taking place and the violence in the world around us. But Jesus said, when these things begin to take place, look up, raise your heads, because your redemption draweth nigh, draweth near. Now, there might be some among us today that are not really sure if they're ready. Maybe they have drifted, and they know they need to get get back on path, get back on track with with God in Christ. Or there might be some among us that have never invited Jesus to be their Savior and Lord. And so I want to invite everyone now, if you would, just for a moment to bow your heads and close your eyes because I'd like to give an opportunity for making a decision today, right now. Because there might be someone among us, there has been in the other other services, where the, the Holy Spirit has been... I use the word talking with you or speaking with you, but it may not be an audible voice. It might just be a stirring inside. And you know you need to get right with God. And so with the heads bowed and the eyes closed, I want to give an opportunity for you to make a decision today. Uh, To raise your hand. And by raising your hand, you're saying, Jesus, please save me. Make your salvation real to me and make your salvation real inside of me. Save me, Lord, I pray. Is there anyone among us in our congregation now that would like to raise your hand? Make this the day of the decision. Amen. Amen. Anyone else? All right. You can put your hands down. And and I'd like to invite you who raised your hands and all believers to pray this prayer with me. I'll say a phrase and then you pray after me. Dear Jesus, thank you for making me and loving me. Even when I've ignored you and gone my own way, I need you in my life, and I'm sorry for my sins. I ask you to forgive me. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. Please help me to understand it more. As much as I know how, I want to follow you from now on. 
please come into my life and make me a new person inside. I accept your gift of salvation. Please help me to grow now as a Christian. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You're listening to Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. I'm Mike Trout, and this is an outreach of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. I'd like to bounce off of that uh, comment that Pastor Leighton just made. Help me to grow now as a Christian, as a believer. And at Church of the Highlands, there is something called the Highlands Institute. This is an opportunity for you to join in a class setting a number of other believers who would like to have a deeper, much deeper understanding of certain topics. These classes meet for multiple weeks and sometimes one or two hours at a time, and there is outside study in addition uh, to that. So it's it's a regular class setting, and if you'd like more information, just go to the website highlands.us, select the church option on the main page, and then the Highlands Institute at the top of the next page. Have a great weekend. Check out the uh, service times for this uh, weekend as well at Church of the Highlands, and perhaps consider joining us. And if you can, join us on Monday when we'll be back at this same time to study verse by verse. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.